Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode. I have a special guest for you today. Her name is Katherine Johnson of Inspired by Katherine. Now, let me tell you a little bit about her. So Katherine can help you find the gift in any situation, and she is an expert in turning obstacles into joy. She was born with disability, cerebral palsy, and Catherine has overcome a lifetime of that, no, you can't, to yes, I can. With three degrees, two world championship bronze medals, a best-selling book, multiple awards and certifications, her truly unique life's journey has given her the skills to help you find the gift in any obstacle. Catherine, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thank you so much, Kenny. I'm so happy to be here with everyone today. Tell me about the two world championship bronze medals. What are those in? Oh, my goodness. Um, Earlier in life, I loved track and field. So I participated in track and field, um, anything from 100 meters up to 800 meters. And I had the privilege of racing for Team Canada in um, England and in Germany in 1994. And in 1994, I was privileged enough to come home with two bronze medals. That's amazing. I love Thank that. You. Thank ah. you so much. And you got to travel too, even yes. better. Right? Yes. So as we were talking before we started the recording here, We were talking about this gift slash skill slash expertise that you have about dealing with obstacles and turning obstacles into joy. What do you mean by that? Can you tell me more? It sounds like a bit of a paradox, doesn't it? Uh, I find that life is actually is a bit of a paradox and life has a sense of humor if you look for it. So what do I mean by turning obstacles into joy? Obstacles happen to teach us things and when we learn we often have to um we look outside of ourselves we connect with others even if that other person is not in front of us in a conversation like we are today it might be a book or something on the internet 
And so through connecting with others' wisdom, we we get through our obstacles. And then because we've gone outside of ourselves, both people win. And there's the joy in the obstacles. You've created a connection and both people grow and learn and everybody passes on the wisdom to everybody else. And um, hopefully the world's a better place. Sometimes what happens or often what happens if people are not aware of this is they face, they are faced with an obstacle, which PS life happens and we all have obstacles and people start to go, Oh no. And they hide and they freeze and they isolate themselves and everybody loses because they're not moving. They're not moving forward. They're not reaching out. So their friends are feeling like, oh, did I do something wrong? Jane hasn't called me. She said she would call me. I don't get it. Maybe she didn't like me anymore. And everything just gets, we we pull apart from each other. And, and what we're really supposed to be doing, the opposite ends up happening and everybody loses. So it's my goal as a spiritual coach and business coach to teach people to embrace their obstacles and how to do that. Mm, Catherine, you said something really interesting. P.S. Life happens. Yes. And the, the thing that I really heard when you were describing, you know, what happens when an obstacle, what happens when, not if an obstacle happens is the, approaches everything the perspective is everything right and so exactly. when you know when you described of like if we look at it from a place of awareness and perspective and a place of connection and truthfully a bit of magic like for one problem big or small and then we connect with others and we all grow because of it that's right. Or that place where we, you know, really sort of pull away and, and isolate. And yeah, there's just something really meaningful there. And a really great lesson for all of us. P.S. Life happens. It's just yeah, that really like, I mean, while we were talking, I was like, I have to write that down. Right? <laughs> like, that's really true. You know, and I just, I forget, you know, yeah. I forget that it happens to everybody. Right. So yeah. how did you sort of I don't know, stumble upon this philosophy? Like, how did this come to you? Well, part of it is the spiritual books I've read. Um, most importantly, I think it's my life experience. Being born with cerebral palsy, as you as you stated in the introduction, which was lovely, by the way. Thank you so much for your kind words. Um, I have, since day one, been labeled in a way that is, oh, how sad. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, she can't do that. And people don't even know me. Yeah. They don't even know me. And then I start to talk about what I've accomplished in my life. My degrees, my world championships, medals, my relationships, my business coaching, all of that. And people are blown away. Because they assume that because you have an obstacle, you can't do it. And I've said, well, 
of course I can. Like, it's just a matter of perspective. I found a way around it. I personally believe my disability is my greatest gift because I've had to develop skills um, to compensate for some of my mobility differences, such as being more organized, um, more, more relying more on communication skills, um, maybe deepening relationships, understanding how things are put together in a different way so that I can do them more efficiently. So as a result, I've become this incredibly efficient person who can really coach businesses and people in creating flow in their lives, no matter what they're facing today. Yeah, so this, um, you know, the place of an assumption that because you have another ability, a physical issue, that's not an extra challenge. And then, the, you know, to get the the pity does not help, right? That's like right. it's, I think back to when I started my coaching journey, the coaching school that I went to has a foundational principle called natural, naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. And that says that every single one of us is resourceful, is creative, is whole. And so, yeah. you know, the first thing as you're describing that to me, I'm thinking, how disrespectful, right? Like, and not, not from a, you know, from a place of malice, but just from a place of not really appreciating that every human being is whole and every human being has capabilities. And so very interesting. And then I guess conversely, very interesting because then when you're a high achiever, people are like, oh my gosh, what a surprise. <laughs> like, which not to say that the things that you've accomplished are not incredible. Three degrees, bronze medals and all of that are incredible, but you decided to do it. You had the perspective that you'll figure out your way yes. and you accomplished it. Yes. We should all be so, we should all be so fortunate, right? Yes, that's true. I, one of my pet peeves that I have is that when I accomplish something, people are often overly enthused about it. And I kind of find that um, difficult to swallow, I'll say. Yeah. Because what that tells me is they have lower expectations of me to begin with. And I want to change that in the world. So I would say yes, and. And um, the place that I'm curious about is, you know, we can't control how people think or how they feel. Mm -hmm. But when we know that it's coming from an unfounded bias, that's the place it's like, how, you know, how do you find that balance between an unfounded bias versus not being able to, you know, people get to think whatever words roll through their brain. You know, yeah. like it's not up to me to to deal with that. So how do you, you know, how do you find that balance for people? And how, and I wonder how that will um, form part of your mission. I've learned, just as you said, I've learned to be um, more detached to what other people think. 
because it's just a it's just um an indication of where they are in this moment and we all have ability to we all have ability to learn and people are at choice and you know we're all we're all where we're meant to be for whatever reason at this time so i'm just going to do what i know how to do and what i love to do and keep spreading my message and um hopefully you know people well people are listening and and i know that the right people are listening because that's just the way the universe works the right people will always hear at the right time yeah and it just makes me it makes me thankful you know the first time you and i met was through um a podcasting event and you know the recordings that we did there was a number of people and i was doing a number of recordings and they just didn't the quality wasn't there quality of sound quality of um consistency of responses and so i i came back and said hey you know to all of those individuals that i spoke to hey this isn't the way that we're going to show you to your best light and so like you said the right thing happens at the right time. And so kind of fortunate that we got to speak in this way. That's right. Yeah. That's a perfect example. (laughs) So nice to speak to you again, Candy. Yeah. So there is something here about the quality of joy. And I'm not exactly sure what it is, but you know, there's something that's really bold about this turning obstacles into joy like turning obstacles into something functional. Okay. Turning obstacles into joy. That's a different level of, you know, of like acclaim, right? So talk to me about joy. Okay. Well, why joy? um, I love challenges. I absolutely love challenges. My mother um, often says to me, Catherine, why do you always pick the hard way? And it's because it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun to see what I can do and to challenge myself. So I think that's, you know, partly where the title comes from. The sense of accomplishment that I receive or one can receive when they come to the other side of whatever it is they're facing there's often an aha, a major aha. And often the bigger the obstacle, the bigger the aha and the bigger the joy. Mm. It's amazing. I have heard so many stories of people with stage four cancer and all is lost, right? That's the perception at first, all is lost. Mm -hmm. And they are at the end of the rope and they meet somebody and they have a conversation and that conversation changes their life. They miraculously heal themselves or, you know, things turn and they've changed their life. They've changed their career. They've got totally different friends and they're completely in love with their life. And they say, thank God. And they're just this, this example of joy and they're so thankful for their for whatever it was that they went through this i've heard this over and over and over again 
personally, the title Joy of Obstacles came because um, I love sports. And the title Joy of Obstacles came because um, of the show American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> I don't good. know. I don't know how many of you out there have watched that show, but it's all about community and it's all about these incredible athletes that have incredible personal obstacles as well. Often there's illness in the family and financial struggle and different things and the community supports them and the obstacle is a metaphor for them getting through their personal struggle. And it doesn't matter how you get through just get through, just stay on the obstacle course. And when they get through that obstacle, or even if they fall, they're so happy because, because they pushed themselves to the next level. And that's where the title comes from. Mm, this yeah. connection with their own power as humans. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's a lot there. It's very profound. And, you know, interesting, this, the metaphor plays out in so many areas of our life, right? And so many areas of society. If you were giving somebody just some initial recommendations, somebody who's just having a tough time, mm -hmm. is there, are there a couple of, I'll call them tips, but, you know, maybe tips isn't the right word. Maybe it's thoughts couple of thoughts that you would give them to get them started on that path, noticing, noticing the metaphor of obstacle and the possibility in what an obstacle can be for them. So any thoughts on that? The first thing I always say is look for the good. Everything happens for us in the universe. Life doesn't happen to us. It happens with us. And it happens for our greatest good. So look for the good. It might be, oh, I lost my job. How scary, how awful. Well, maybe there's a better job. Maybe you're going to discover that you weren't as happy as you thought you were. Who knows? Um, look for the good and understand that whatever is happening is for learning and growth. So keep looking for the learning. What am I learning? What am I learning about myself? What am I learning about my assumptions about life? Is that true? Or maybe, maybe there's a different perspective. Right. Such a coach approach, right? So look for the good. And we know, I mean, it's a bit of a trite saying, but you know, where you're, where you focus is what you create more of, but it's true, yeah. you know? Um, so look for the good and then look for the learning. Yeah. And be curious and question. I love yeah. that. Ah. Yes. Catherine, it has been so interesting talking to you. Do you have anything else to add on these tips and thoughts and such? The last thing is, you know, don't do it alone. My third key is always to connect with others through your obstacles. Mm. And um, I'd like to offer everyone uh, my free downloadable lead magnet for Five mistakes people make when faced with obstacles. That's got five keys on there that they might enjoy. I bet they will. 
Yeah. I'll make sure to put that in the episode notes. And would you mind sharing your website with us as well? Just uh, for those who are listening and driving at the moment, if they can hear it, they can, you know, the next time they've pulled over, they can kind of key on and come and come and check it out. Sure. My website is inspired by Catherine.com. And Catherine is spelled K-A-T-H-R-Y-N, inspired by Catherine.com. Uh, thank you, Catherine. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. And this is one of those episodes that is going to give everybody pause. You all get to pause and consider and learn and get curious and look for that joy, right? <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I love to connect with people. So if anybody wants more information, feel free to reach out. Thank you. Thanks again for listening today please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.